Hi, it's Tiffany from Talk Tea Speech. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Talk Tea Podcast. This is episode eight. Today we're talking about boundaries for the holidays. So how that title came about was because I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week and we're going to be a little all over the place with it because um, I want to talk about it from the side of the parent and then also the side of a speech therapist just so you can see the two different sides. One of the reasons why I was even thinking about different boundaries and different things we're going to encounter over the holidays is because we are in cold season, flu season, RSV season, and I'm already a germaphobe. So I, you know, I already have that. And on top of it, going into the holidays when I know there are going to be a lot of people around, um, it's already giving me a little anxiety. So I was really thinking about what boundaries I want to create and how I kind of want that to play out. So we got lucky because we had Olivia in June. So that was in the summer. There weren't things like the flu going around at that time. So now it's all coming up and I'm sure many of you are traveling or going to see a lot of family members. A lot of different kids are going to be around with their germs. (laughs) So we're going to talk about that a little bit. I think it's nice if you can create kind of some ground rules within your own family first before you venture out. So for example, when we were bringing Olivia home, Joe and I really talked about, all right, how do we want to do this? Do we want people to come over to the hospital when she's born? Do we want to wait a little bit and have them visit her at our house? We were very fortunate that we have a lot of family and friends who wanted to meet her. We've definitely recognized that, um, but also we wanted to create our own boundaries and make sure that we were doing what was best for her, being a newborn and not having any of her shots yet. It's definitely easy to be a little neurotic as a new parent and trying to figure out what are the rules that we want. So Joe and I really just discussed with each other what we wanted and how we were going to express that to people because there's a fine line between wanting our own boundaries, but then we still wanted to be grateful and show gratitude that people, you know, our family and friends wanted to meet her. Now, I can only imagine what it's like going into the holiday season. Maybe you have a newborn or just having a young baby. I mean, Olivia is six months old. Luckily, I feel like her immune system is stronger, but it's still a little nerve wracking to um, have her around a lot of people at once. Speaking as a new mom, I just, I know I can get neurotic myself about all of the germs and stuff. I know there's only so much I can do to protect her from that, but I just feel like I don't know how to word this properly um, because I know that most people mean well and they want to just meet Olivia and be able to hold her and it's hard for me to constantly be like can you wash your hands oh don't touch her hands because I don't you know she keeps putting her hands in her mouth so please don't touch her hands I don't know like do you guys feel that way too where you want to put up the boundaries but it's hard to be like yes I know it's I should be able to say hey can you please wash your hands before you hold her and I do do that but you know, after a while, I can't constantly be correcting people with how, they, how they're holding her or if they want to shake her little hand. I, I get it that most people mean well, but as a new parent, 
as a germaphobe, it's a lot of anxiety, especially now that it's this flu season. I mean, we've really kept Olivia home for the most part, just as her immune system is developing and we're homebodies anyway, so it doesn't really matter to us if we're like running around everywhere. I feel like we're just happy to be in our own little bubble with her. Obviously, she can't just stay home with us forever. If people are able to read the room more and just have some basic hygiene, (laughs) it would be a lot easier. There's also a lot of unsolicited advice that new parents get. And even if it's well-intentioned, it's just not always necessary. And I think when that happens, I try to let it go in one ear and out the other. I remember being in early intervention and one of my clients was a fairly picky eater and his mom was so upset after the holidays telling me that people kept saying to her, oh my gosh, he's such a picky eater. Why do you do this? Why do you let him get away with that? To those people, I want to just say, let parents do what they're going to do. They're the parents just enjoy. If you're going to hang out with their kid, just go have fun. And there's really no need to make all these comments because you don't know what these parents are already doing for their child. Um, Like this child, he was already getting early intervention. He was going to feeding therapy. And I feel like we just need to let parents enjoy the holidays and their kids and they're trying to survive. So I think people really need to have those boundaries like take a step back read the room those comments are not helpful so just help out when you can and make things easier for these new parents instead of constantly making comments or criticizing or saying oh back in my day I did this you know that's just not helpful um So that was just one of the stories that I remembered from early intervention where the mom was just really upset of people making all of these comments when she's just trying to enjoy a glass of wine and some Christmas cookies. So if you're a new parent and you're getting all of those comments, I totally get it. Take a deep breath. Know that people mostly mean well. And those are things that I have to tell myself because it does get overwhelming when people make so many comments or try to tell you what to do when it's your baby, your child, and you know your baby best. I think the best thing we can do is just try to stay calm. Maybe have a consistent phrase that you're saying like, oh, thank you so much. We appreciate that. Thank you. We're her parents. We got it. We also want what's best for her. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's possible that you're going to get comments like, oh, wow, she's on such a rigid schedule. That must be so tough for you guys. Why don't you just relax? But they don't know that when you are doing things like a schedule, like a sleep training schedule, those are things that will benefit you and your baby. And they're not the ones who are going to have to wake up in the middle of the night if your baby is crying because they're completely off schedule. And now that's going to throw you off for the rest of the week. So it's important to just stick with the plan, whatever you and your spouse and your little family, whatever you have decided at home, 
those are your ground rules. I would just stick to it no matter what other outside noise comes into play. But you guys know your family best and what works for you, your baby, the kids. As difficult as it can be for people to just be making all of these comments and you'd have to field all of them. I think as long as you and your spouse are on the same page and you guys are a team and you're sticking to that plan, then it's all good. People could say what they want, but you're going to just stay consistent with your phrasing. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We got this. And then move along. (laughs) And I'm not saying that I never want advice from people because I think many times it's really helpful, especially when it comes from fellow parents who have just recently um, gone through all of this and maybe they have kids who are slightly older and they have that experience and knowledge to be able to tell me and to tell Joe like what worked for them, what didn't work. I really do appreciate that. I think it's the way that certain people phrase things when it's like, oh, you should do this or you shouldn't do that. And it's just so definitive and bossy. (laughs) I think it's really all about how people approach it, how they're wording it and phrasing it. There's just a proper way to phrase things where it's just not coming off so rude and offensive. But yeah, so that's not to say that I don't ever want advice. I think it's just how people approach it. Yeah, I think as a parent, you just need to know what you're going to take as good advice and what you're just like, uh, okay, that's just like a strange comment and I'm just going to ignore that altogether. So the other perspective of this whole boundaries conversation is the perspective from an SLP. I think it's very tempting sometimes to want to observe other children so that we could help others because we are constantly surrounded by speech and language disorders and, um, you know, we've studied it, we're around it every single day. But I think we need to know when we're on the clock and when we're off the clock. (laughs) I'm going to tie this back to that early intervention story I told before of the mom with everybody commenting that her child was a picky eater. Those family members or those friends didn't really know that she was already in early intervention and already getting the feeding therapy. Sometimes that's not what parents want to share with everybody. Keep in mind that if you are an SLP and you're seeing these things, there may be things that your family members or your friends are already doing for their child as far as seeking out therapy and support. Um, So we have to be careful about what comments we make about other people's children. That's not to say that you don't educate and advocate for early intervention or speech therapy. I think that's actually very important, but we have to know our boundaries with that. So when I am off the clock and I'm not working, I try not to make any comments of things that I may see with family members or friends, unless that person asks me specifically, like, do you see something going on? Is there anything that you would recommend as a speech therapist? And then that's where I will jump in and say, oh, here's what I see. And then I will direct them to support if they need and how they can find more resources to help their child. But unless I am asked specifically, I try to keep those comments to myself. I think what can be helpful is to 
let people know what you do. People aren't always aware of how big our scope of practice is and what support is out there and how to actually get help, how to reach out to early intervention or how to seek out a private practice. So those are things that you can direct people to if they ask you. Um, I think there's just, you know, as we're talking about boundaries, I think it's just a fine line between overstepping and trying to pour out everything that you know and everything that you're seeing. And then you're basically doing like an assessment in your head while you're at the holiday party. But that's not always necessary. Like I said, people may be doing things behind the scenes that you don't even know about. So kind of uh, know your role, know your audience. You can always let people know if they need to reach out to you privately that you're there for support if needed. Um, But I think, you know, being in a setting where it's like a holiday party, probably not the appropriate time to start assessing and making judgments and observations. Read the room (laughs) and know your boundaries. So I hope you guys are all enjoying your holiday season so far. Right now we're approaching Christmas, so that's exciting. And then before we know it, it's going to be 2024. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and all of the boundaries that we will create together. Just know you're not alone if you are feeling a little anxious going into the holiday season. I know that it can be overwhelming as a new parent, getting all of those comments and being around a lot of people at once. But I think, again, just establishing those ground rules, you know, even if it's, I mean, it's not something that has to be broadcasted to everybody at the holiday party, but I think if you and your spouse are on the same page about how you want things to go, that's really helpful. You know, as much as I would want to, I can't tell everybody, stop touching Olivia's hands. I obviously have to find that fine line between doing what's best for her and then also knowing that people mean well and they just want to love her. So those are the boundaries I will be creating for myself and Olivia this season. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I really hope that you guys enjoy your holidays and no matter what you celebrate, hope you are just with family and friends and enjoying really good food. Thanks so much for listening to the Talk Tea Podcast. If you like it so far, please go ahead and leave it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I will talk to you soon and hope you have a great holiday. You can find me on Instagram at TalkTeaSpeech, or you can find me at my website, TalkTeaSpeech.com. Thank you so much for listening again, and I'll see you on the next one. Yeah!